Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Yodis B. Sportive's back. Six-week hiatus, as we Six do. Weeks? John's here. John, are you here? Six? I'm here. And chicken fingers, do I have you? Right here. Ooh, threesome. That'll do. Um, Stewart is out working. He's working. He's busy. That's great news for him. Uh, but bad Stu news for finally, us. He's finally working like a real man. None <laughs> of this. None of this crafting words for 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 his employer. He's working in the warehouse, getting Pen his hands paper, dirty. No mo. No mo. No mo of that. Yep. A little blue collar work for Stu. It'll be good for him. Right. You know. Put some hair on his chest. Is that what hasn't worked a day in his life, that guy. No, not an honest day, that's for sure. <laughs> okay, let's talk baseball. I think it might be almost back. We're recording this on June 17th. We think it's almost back. Is that the reports you guys are getting? I know you've got some contacts and some sources. What are your sources saying? My sources are saying that Major League Baseball could screw up a two-car parade. <laughs> Yes. It's been ugly. It's been very ugly. Now, as far as I know, and I should say, most of my Twitter feed is filled with elitist liberal cucks like myself. So <laughs> take that for what it's worth. But my, the people I follow think this is mostly on the owners. And the owners are real pieces of shit. And they finally had to grovel back to Tony Clark, the players' union guy, um, and beg and beg to play again because they overstepped their bounds and they could feel the tide of the public was turning against them. Now, is that true or is that an elitist liberal cuck fever dream? I, I guess I cannot speak for the elitist liberal cuck opinion, although perhaps I hold it. I, <laughs> I don't, I don't. Now I'm concerned. Maybe that is. <laughs> I might be. One. Maybe that is how I feel too. It's fine. I mean, the water's warm. Now I, I don't want to say anything now. Okay. What if, what if, what if I'm on, what if I'm on that side? That's okay. Maybe I want to be on the other side. I don't want to be on the other side. It makes, it. I, I was going to say it makes no sense to me, but of course it makes perfect sense to me. In that baseball owners are terrible people who all should be rounded up and put in a prison. So, if that's what league- your Twitter feed. And the and the players are known to be of all professional athletes the biggest jackasses out of all of them. So if you're making them look good, some soul searching might be in order. 
Now, as I understand it, in February or March, or it's a sport effect, somewhere around then, they when they started seeing that there some games might be canceled, they immediately agreed to a prorated salary. And then what happened was one of the owners got on his, got his calculator out and beep boop pop boop beep boop beep did some calculations and was like, hold hold on a second. Uh, there might not be any fans in the stands, and I don't see how we can print money this year as we have for the previous 30 years. So let's go back um, on our word and our agreement and say, never mind, we don't want to do that anymore. We want you to just take uh, a cut from what you already agreed to. Now, again, I'm just an elitist liberal cuck, but that sounds bad. Um, so that's who I'm going to blame, the owners. I got a couple of facts for you, Brandon. I know that we're not in the fact business, but no. given that we've had we're six in the takes weeks business, since our, John. <laughs> given that we've had six weeks since our last podcast, I've had plenty of time to research. By which I mean, I looked up some facts two minutes before this podcast started. This is incredible. Um, I'm excited. But I'm gonna. I'll tell you this: in 1995, the league-wide revenues for Major League Baseball were $1.4 billion. Last year, that number was $10.7 billion. That's a $9.3 billion jump. That works out to $310 million per team. Now, I know the Twins' payroll was low in the mid-90s, but it hasn't jumped $310 million over that time. The average salary in baseball was about a million dollars in 95. Now it's $4 million. For that 25-year period, that quarter-century period, baseball owners have been pocketing that money. That's been going directly into their pockets. The franchise values in that time. Uh, to give you another fact, the, the expansion fee for the then Florida Marlins, now Miami Marlins, was $93 million. That was in 1993 when they started playing. A couple years ago, they sold for $1.2 billion. That, the, money is, the money is all going straight to owners, not to players, to owners. And the moment that any of the owners thought that they might, rather than making money, lose a little bit of money, which you would think that the amount of money that They've not only made over the last quarter century, but the amount of money that most of them have wrung out of various cities and municipalities around the country. You would think that they would be willing to put up a little economic pain just to keep no, you wouldn't. Field. No, you wouldn't think that. Yeah, that's true. You would not. I would not think that. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't go to the. I don't like watch a lion in the Serengeti dismantle a gazelle and you holy shit look at, look at that fucking lion just have a have a heart i can't lion. believe that lion did that why did he do that's, that that's you'd think this He's lion wouldn't wouldn't do that these billionaires are acting like billionaires that's if but there's not a dollar the other, to be made then they're not going to do it they they here's made, the thing they about that though calculator and they said Okay, beeble, beeble, bobble, beeble, beeble. Like, yep. 50 games. We, we, we cut even at 50. We lose money if we play more than 50 games. I, I'm, I, might be, I might be boiling it down. It might be a little bit more nuanced than that. But in general, that's basically what they said. So, yeah. players, if we're going to play more than 50 games, it's coming out of your pocket. 
If it's less than 50 games, then we'll prorate it to 50. And no, then the players were right. like, no, yeah. the players were like, cool. All right. So we'll be taking part of the risk. And then when you go and sell it for a bunch of money, you'll just come back and give me a bunch of this money back. Right. No, I won't. Hello? Anyone? That's the, I'm, I'm a billionaire. That's not the way it works. <laughs> no. no. For what? And for I'm fun? not saying it's right or wrong. I'm not saying it's right. My point is it just doesn't surprise me. No, well, but it, we can say it. Here's the thing about that. Here, here's the one thing I want to say about that. Many of the baseball owners, not all of them, not the poll ads. The poll ads have nothing to do with this. But many of the other baseball owners could afford to buy teams because they had been successful in the business world. And at some point, most of them have had to sell something to customers. And you would think that they would understand, especially since they did this 26 years ago, and experience this once within my lifetime, that if they take it away, people simply won't come back on the other end. Mm-hmm. Baseball lost a lot of fans after the 94 strike. You would think they would say, we're not going to do that. We're going to lose a little bit of money now in order to be on the field. Baseball probably, if they had worked hard, could have been the first sport back on the field. You would think that they would say, all right, we're going to spend a little money now to make it up by not losing all those fans for future years. If they don't play this year, and odds are that they will at this point, from what's come out today, it seems like they're going to play, and it seems like they're going to understand this. If they were to not play this year, the number of fans who simply wouldn't come back next year, I think would dwarf the number that wouldn't come back after the 94 strike. Do you think the Polad brothers know that there's no baseball right now. <laughs> Do you think they got like maybe this morning there's like a Zoom meeting and they're like, hey, hey, follow me, hey, hey D, hey, yeah. big D, how's how's, how's the going? season going? And Derek's <laughs> like, what, what, what the fuck? What? Seriously? The yeah, sports, no, it's it's like above five hundred. The sports below. editor at the Star Tribune is fielding calls every other day now from Jim Polad. Saying, you know, I looked through the whole paper and I couldn't find the baseball standings. How come you're not putting the baseball standings in there? You used to have baseball standings. Call me back, please. Beep. Yeah, I don't, I'm not, I'm not going to be the one that says, boy, I can't believe that the owners aren't taking a huge loss this year out of the goodness of their hearts. I get that. We can continue to expect billionaires to act like regular human beings, uh, but they never will. They never have. But to John's point, I think makes a ton of sense. Like, I am surprised that they're not taking a hit this year for like a long-term outlook thing. Do they not give a shit that it's nope. the sport? They no. just they're old enough that they're like, "Fuck, I'm gonna sell for so much money yep. at some point. I don't really care either way. I wasn't in this ever because I'm a huge fan of baseball, which is what fans. I totally understand that point of view. Again, they're billionaires. That's why they got into this. It wasn't because they're just obsessed with baseball. Um, I can see fans being bummed about that, but um, not surprised. Uh, but you're right. I mean, missing a season would be, it feels not hyperbolic to say catastrophic for the sport, right? I mean, their fans are literally dying off, uh, not being replaced with any younger people. So that part well, has been I, surprising to me. The argument I guess I would I could see them making is, and John kind of made it for them in a way, is, yeah, baseball shut down how many however many years ago but john also cited the statistics of how much more valuable our teams are worth now than they were then so why should 
long there is no long view the long view is we're going to continue making money so we might as well let this season go like we did 27 years ago or whatever it was when there was a strike and we'll be fine long term they'll come back it'll all work out there's only 30 of these teams i'm one of them i'm going to make so much money on this i really don't care I'm not going to take a short-term loss because I'm worried about the long-term. The future, the past has showed us that we will still make money long-term. The nicest thing you can say about them is they don't give a shit, I think. I just, yeah, I don't know. if they. I think they do. They give a shit about the money. They don't care about yeah, right. Bill, Billy and Susie watching Josh Donaldson in target field this year. They don't give a shit about that. <laughs> right. Will it make them a dollar? They, they don't care. And right. I guarantee you, Jim Polat doesn't give a fuck. He didn't buy the no. team. It was a gift to him. He, yeah. It was in his will. It was in his dad's will. That, I, I, And I don't blame him for that. I don't know. I mean, I, you might get stuff from your dad that, that you know, I, if you don't like it, is that your fault? <laughs> No, <laughs> that's what me and the therapist work through every week. Same's <laughs> yeah. chicken. Jesus, yikes! Oh yeah, edit that part out. <laughs> yeah, right. Edit out. Yeah, I know how to do that. God, it's been so it's been so long since we did the podcast last. I forgot what his name was. <laughs> right, he's got three of them. You said the wrong one. Um, all right. So as of now. We think it's around 60-ish games. I haven't even started com- com- complaining about the playoff format. 16 teams? What the fuck is this? Who's asking for this? Fans? Players? Uh, Owners? I don't understand te- who's asking television. for Television. My guess would be television. We'll get, hey, we'll give you more money to make up the losses of a shortened season if you put more teams in the playoffs. <sighs> okay, then we will. And the justification Our, is it's a shortened season. We don't know who would have been in or out of the playoffs, so let's open it up a little bit. Are you happy about this? No. I, it, what, what gives them away is that they not only implemented it for this season, but also next. That's a part of the deal. And all they're trying to do is just grab more money. It's not – there's no – they're not doing it – for you know competition's sake or anything, it's strictly television dollars and trying to make up the money they'll lose this season. Right. So I, no, that... I'm not happy about it. I, if a, if the Twins are the 16th team in the playoffs, then yes, I'm happy about it. Oh, we'll delete if, this podcast so quick if the Twins are the 16th team. Don't worry then, about it. Dude. Then it's It'll, the greatest this, idea. This that, never happened. Yeah, it's, hell yeah, it's a tremendous idea. If they are short season, less, come on, they were just finding their groove, baby. Yeah, this is bullshit. Uh, who's the guy that's that's uh, suspended for 50 games. Pineda. Uh, you know, this is horseshit. Um, Unfair. Etc. Etc. Et um, yeah, the thing that shocked me was the expanded playoffs next year as well as part of this negotiation. Which it doesn't make any like a damn sense. It's I mean, so I bullshit. I mean, that is so dumb. Yeah. <laughs> from a money standpoint, I get it, but that that a... really is the the sop to the national TV contract. That's because the executives at Fox and TNT or whoever else owns the national the national TV contracts now are calling up and saying, "Well, so we're not going to have quite the number of games during the season that we had." What else do you got for me? Oh, extra playoff games that people will watch, you say? All right, we'll take that. 
Now, we are just three jackasses in our basement. Do you have any sense what the broader baseball fandom thinks about expanded playoffs? It seems to me, again, that's a no bueno. Like, that is just too many teams in the playoffs. It's ridiculous. They play so many games, yada, yada, yada. But do you have any sense of, am I the weird one for not wanting half the teams to make the playoffs? Do you think a casual fan is actually like, oh, cool. That's awesome. I think you will watch anyways, and they know it. You'll sit here in your basement and bitch and moan, and so will I. But come October, you may still be bitching and moaning, but you're going to turn the TV on and you're going to watch it. Well, what I'm wondering, though, is do they have some internal data that's telling them this is actually for the fans? (laughs) Because... I can't imagine no, that they do, it's right? Just, it's just more money. <laughs> oh, that's the craziest idea ever that <laughs> Major League Baseball would base any of their decisions on data. That's crazy talk. Or even worse, that they would actually care what their fans think. You could throw even the right. word data away and just think about like what are their what do our fans want? Because you you break down basically any company, that's kind of the way that it should it should run, whether it's my company or your guys' company or anything else. Of like, what do our customers want? We should just do more of that. Let's ask them, and then let's do it. That's how it's going to work. So I'm just wondering, do they just, hey, we got a little bit of survey information here that for playoffs are exciting, blah, blah, blah. Or are they just like, fuck it. Let's make some more money. Let's make some money this year and not give a shit later. Which seems like the obvious one, but I know that's also the very cynical take, too. Um I'm trying to give somebody some grace somewhere along the line here that this isn't just a pathetic money grab that they're looking two inches in front of their face. I'm trying. I I just, I, I I obviously don't know how sports owners think about all I have to go on was that book that came out a couple of years ago about NFL owners. I'm forgetting the author's name at this point, but it was heavily it was heavily concentrated on Jerry Jones and Bob Kraft and one other owner who I can't remember and that was probably the most I've read about owners and the dynamics between owners and that sort of thing and what was fairly clear from that book is that the the things that Jerry Jones is concerned about number 3 on the list is having enough scotch in the RV Number two on the list is whether the numbers keep going up in terms of revenue and who has the biggest stadium. And number one on the list is who has the hottest third wife. Those are those are the only concerns that he seemed to have going in that whole entire book. I can't imagine that baseball owners are all that much different. Yeah. Yes, I'm giving them too much credit by thinking they're going to open up the email that says customer data survey results and recommendations. Yeah, I, I I don't know what you know about the poll ads, but I can't imagine they're pouring over sales data late into the night <laughs> trying to determine the proper ticketing price points for next season. Just all feel. All gut, baby. Well, What was God, the last year? Just... 6% more than that. Okay, good. Right. It's a bummer, man. Um, But as of now, we think it's coming back on July 19th, one month from now. And to your point, Chicken, I will be watching. 
Have Have you guys spent any of your time with no baseball, thinking of increasingly implausible ideas to, for what to do when baseball comes back? Um, you mean like rules to make baseball better? Yes. Or John, like you're talking to feedback the main influence. sports fixer, the number one sports fixer. So I, I, right. I can I could save baseball in two minutes if they get if they just let me at it. Let me at the rules. All right. I want to hear your sports fixing idea, and then I also have a baseball idea for this season. Okay. Two rules. Number one, only eight men in the field. <laughs> Incentivize the ball in play. We need the goddamn ball in play. Yeah. These baseball hitters are so smart, and they totally understand mm-hmm. the the defenders are too good, man. I am just trying to hit home runs now. I don't give a shit about anything else. I'm just trying to hit home runs because otherwise I'm going to get out. Um, and it's not worth it for me to get on and try to steal. We're not doing any of the bunting. It doesn't make any sense. The math doesn't work. I have to hit home runs. So we have to change the math. And the way you change the math is eight men in the field. Fucking awesome. Hmm. Super fun. All right, Brandon. Right? First, uh, no, let's not move on. I want to st- eight men in the field. You're the manager. You're Rocco Baldilli. Yep. Is it two? Is it two outfielders? Or is it depend on the batter? Totally it's depends depend on the batter. It depends right? on the batter. How fun would that be if this new guy comes up and then all the fielders just run around to new different areas? It's a tiny little element of strategy. Hmm. Baseball, you know I'm obsessed with baseball. I love it more than anything. But there really isn't a whole lot of strategy in baseball. Uh-uh. Um, you know, there's... There's not much, right? It's like get on base or get that guy out. There's not a whole lot of like. All right. Well, this this team's this. only going to hit an opposite field or something. There, it just gonna, isn't that. It's too hard. I'm going to add in this wrinkle because I, I'm an enormous proponent of pitch clocks and getting into the batter's box clocks. I don't know what term. Yeah. That is. Bat, batter's Love it. box clocks, pitch clocks, batter's and box clocks. Box clocks. There you go. That's why you're the the ideas guy. That's right. Uh, if you have that clock on the next pitch has to be thrown then the the strategy that you're talking about the eight guys in the field is more like football in the sense that look the play clock is running you got to get set up and you can't yes. be looking in the dugout for a half an hour uh-uh. do i go here coach do i go there no these guys need to know where they need to be for each batter so like before the game they're studying in the book so that the shortstop knows okay i got to run out to left center when Billy Joe Haywood is up, you know, he can't be right. waiting for his outfield coach to tell him. So, anyway, I, I think that would be kind of cool, like watching these guys scramble around as the next batter's up, and the batter's got the pitcher has to throw it in the next seven seconds, and There's, the shortstop is supposed to be in right center, so he's sprinting out there. That, yeah, I like that kind of added chaos. That's Yeah, a little like, bit of chaos, like and it's fun, and you're going to pay attention. Like, you're not yep. just going to be bored at this point. And the ball is going to be in play, and there's going to be guys on base. And that's what we love about baseball. Uh, like and then my next idea is six-man lineup. Letting every guy hit is stupid. Um, you need to have six men in a lineup because there's three bases and there's potentially three outs. You know, in basketball, it's not like a different guy has to bring the ball up every time. It's like this guy's the best at it, and he gets to do that. In football... The quarterback is the best at playing that position. They don't need to switch it out or anything. Our our best players get to dominate, and we get to see. And in baseball, it's stupid that Mike Trout has to bat the exact same amount of times as whoever the fuck their catcher is who sucks and nobody wants to watch him. So 
your six best guys get up there and hit. That's how that's how the thing works. So you would have fewer guys in the lineup, but also would mean think about how great your fielders would be if you've got two guys in there that don't have to hit. Your shortstop would be an incredible player um, <laughs> or whatever else. So eight men in the Byron, field. Six Byron Buxton is now the most valuable player in baseball. And By- Byron Buxton should be the most valuable player in baseball. He's fucking awesome, and he's a great athlete, and we love watching him. So I think uh, that's my two ideas, and I think baseball would just be an absolute blast. And you could do eight men, eight-man lineup in other leagues or whatever else, but I just want to have, like, the good players should be playing more often. It's dumb that they have to wait in line like that. No other sport does that. Restricts, like who can play and where. And it's just, you know, I, I get why they did it at the beginning of time probably, but um, it's just kind of silly nowadays. We've evolved. Eight men, li- eight men in the field, six-man lineup. That's my final offer. I await your and, answer. Well, of course, it'll, it'll never happen because the players' union would never let it happen. That's Right. There'd yeah. now be fewer paid players, fewer roster spots. Maybe the same roster spots, but fewer guys making the larger dollars um, yeah totally there'd be like kind of like basketball where all of a sudden you know like there's like the middle the middle guys yeah. you know that makes a few million dollars a year like yeah they don't exist uh the middle class would not mm-hmm. really be around anymore so sure yep. but i think that would i would solve a lot of baseball's problems uh pitch clocks or whatever yeah pitch clocks and eight men in the field how fucking fun would that be I'm sure something would happen at some point where now all of a sudden, and then I think from there on, you just use the baseball to like adjust if offense is getting too out of whack or whatever else you can raise the seams a hair and all, and then pitchers have a little bit better advantage. You just do it from there. But the big thing is take the, take those damn, that one player off the field. I want chaos and excitement. It it utterly delights me to know that your idea for improving baseball is to make it more like cricket. Oh yep. no, I I didn't know that. Now I'm out. wait a minute. It's more like cricket. Damn. More like cricket. No, John, I'm I had out. one investor who was just about ready to sign. His pen was in his hand. <laughs> he just God. <laughs> I was just I was waiting for you to keep going and saying. Instead of having one pitcher at one time, we'll have two pitchers going at one time. It doesn't even make any balls. sense. I'm out. And here's uh, the other thing. None of the fielders will be able to wear gloves. No. no except gloves. for the catcher. Gloves oh, are stupid. Ah, oh, shoot. I had them. I had them on the hook. I was reeling them in. I had the net out. <laughs> and then you came and clipped the line. Well, they, I'm so happy that you bought our house. I uh, just want to mention as you sign the mortgage document that the house is haunted. Yeah, it's, it's... the bodies are still in the house. <laughs> Please yeah, tape. That's... Is oh. that on the ground? Oh no, John. Uh, I guess the ironic part is, I, as the biggest proponent of the pitch clock, um, and, and speeding up the games, they they have to. I've always felt like they they have to get the games closer to two hours than three that they currently mm-hmm. are. Um, now that I'm sitting here at home working from from home. Make them six hours, seven right. or oh, eight no. hours. And oh make no, them that's the another day. cricket. <laughs> Again, I, I more like cricket. <laughs> cricket I don't idea. Give a shit. <laughs> I don't give a shit anymore. Um, make it last I three could... days. There's tea in between. Tea <laughs> they, time. They, they I start can... at 10 a.m. They have an hour-long break for lunch at noon. I can Who watch says no? Every game, as I'm working now, because nobody knows, I, I can just sit here 
at the computer and watch TV. Uh, who's who's ever going to know? Play the games no during one's the day, the wiser. and they could be as long as they want. I don't care anymore. Now, the second I have to go back to the office, uh, two-hour games. Let's go. Hurry it up. Pitch clock. Come on. Let's go. Yep. But in the meantime, I don't care. Do what you want. So, um, chicken, do you have ideas besides? Is, is the clock your big thing? Do you think that would that would? That's it. The biggest cure thing. a lot you of gotta, you got to speed the game up. I, and, yeah. and I don't care about the. I mean, we're joking about the the other stuff. And I hear what you're saying about eight man fielders. I've always been more, as long as it doesn't ruin the base components of the game. I don't think a pitch clock does. You still have no. the same number of fielders. You have the same number of batters. Same number of innings. Everything stays the same. Just speed it up. There's no reason the manager needs to go to the mound. He can't. Don't let him. There's no reason for it. Yeah. Uh, but even a two-hour, two and a twenty-minute game that just just involves three home runs, six singles, and then a bunch of walks and strikeouts. I think it is way better than it is now. But man, I just this three true outcomes thing, which. Again, the math works. You can't argue against the math unless you change that math. It's still you're still going to lose some people. You're going to lose some, Brandon. I just think that it's not going to change the game to such significance that you're going to those people that were going to leave are going to leave anyways. Yeah, uh, I just think speeding it up is what's really going to. And it, I don't know what the difference is. You still get the commercial breaks. You get everything else. It's just you get to the commercial breaks quicker. Yeah. So the owners should be happy. They still get their same money. The, the viewers are happy. Why do we feel the need to have the pitcher step off the mound, lick his fingers, go to the rosin bag, walk around? What does that gain the game? What does that gain anybody? Nobody wants to see it. Hurry up. Let's go. Let's well, go. it's a tradition, and it's such a hard thing to get rid of in baseball. Every player is going to be like, you, I don't want to be rushed like that. I need to think through the t- type of pitch I want to throw. The batter's like, I no, want to think don't. through a pitch he's going to throw. Foot, but if, football if doesn't you have act to that put, way. Exactly. Like, what if football had no no game clock, like no clock? Oh, could you imagine how long it would be between plays with these fucking oh coaches God. trying to strategize this? That would be seven <laughs> minutes between every single play because we didn't. You have to artificially, same with a shot clock in basketball. Like if you don't make this happen unnaturally it's not going to happen left to their own devices they're going to take for fucking ever because it's really important so baseball you have to artificially do that because again as a pitcher now i'm a terrible example because i work like mark burley level speed because i'm just impatient (laughs) but um (laughs) most other guys are like no i want to make sure i've got a good grip on the ball i need to talk to my Uh, catcher i want to make sure this that whatever because there's nobody the it probably doesn't even make say, him any better, but it's more like a comfort thing, and it sucks, yeah, and it's it. stupid, and you have to oh, like so cut it out. So knock it off. Yeah. And like okay, I said, so, you can even have the same number of pitch pitching changes. I don't care about that. Have fifty pitching changes a game, but the yeah, as next long as it's quick, needs to be on the mound in let's say sixty seconds. That next pitch has to happen. Sixty seconds. That's all he gets. He better yep. fucking sprint. You better get your ass moving from the bullpen. Get a bullpen well, and, card. I don't care. Let's the go. idea of like back in the day when you had to get a few warm up pitches because you're like, well, this mound, you know, this probably was invented back yeah. when like the mounds yeah. and the dirt were yeah. all different and like, oh shit, this one's all clay. Okay, well, now that probably, I know where I'm going to be footing. Yeah, for, in 1937, the mound was built on top of like seven orphan boys 
that <laughs> died of polio or something. And now it's, it's yeah, the Polio Hill, Polio Grounds. Is that what they called it? it was yeah, because it was the, all it's built still on... called the Polio Hill. Hence the name. <laughs> Who's on the old Polio Hill today, people? Who's say? on the Polio Hill? I cannot wait till Pineda comes back and takes that Polio Hill. The mounds are all the same now. They're down to the millimeter, exactly the same. Yep. Uh, let's go. Come on. There's no uh, John, reason to not have a pitch clock. There's none. I agree. John, did you have uh, – you were, you asked us, and usually if I know yep. myself, I ask somebody a question because I want to answer it myself. So did you have an idea? I have a, I have a, I have a less drastic idea. It doesn't involve really changing the game so much, but here's what I want to happen. So – you know, they're, they're talking about playing 60 games in 70 days or something like that. Yep. Everybody wants more games. Well, that's not true. The owners don't want more games. But no, the players no. want more games. Here's what should happen. Everybody thinks, well, 60 games a season, a little short. Don't know who's going to make the playoffs. 60 games is not enough to identify who should make the playoffs. Instead of 60 games, we play 60 seven-inning doubleheaders. So there's 120 games. Yes. And to account for playing 14 innings every day instead of nine, since there's no minor league season anyway, everybody just has the 40-man roster right away. Yeah, that's great. I'm in. Expanded rosters, 120-game season, seven-game doubleheaders every night. I also support having a pitch clock of about 11 seconds. Get her done. You're going to need like 25 pitchers, but who cares? Because you already That's fine. figured that out. You already do. Yep. Yeah. That's great. Let's call it in. Let's do it. We just call it. There's a hotline or something, right? I assume. Yeah. Got to be a hotline. Sports Fixer hotline. Man, we really got to be put in charge of something someday. <laughs> I can't well, wait to see how the cricket ball does league does in are, its first year. Uh, I we are in charge of this podcast. We do it once a week. We are in charge weeks. of this podcast. That's exactly what I was going to say. Not <laughs> we can't our strongest even. argument. Not Damn it. Not <laughs> ah, shit. Uh, well, this is a big deal, though. You just put us in charge of Major League Baseball. That's it's different. That's easier. It's way easier. Yeah, than we, might yeah. spend, we might spend a good three, four hours a week on it then. That's still more <laughs> than the poll ads. Yeah. I want to know how much it pays first. I'm not. This isn't a fucking charity. No. <laughs> no. Fucking you, Seth. So, if we don't make any money, does that mean this podcast is a charity? Ooh. Yes. A write-off. I don't even know we'll how to be opening, write anything. Uh, you just write we'll it We'll be opening off. a GoFundMe. Anymore. Well, I... Yeah. I uh, I use it to... Uh, to advertise for my, my only account... My, my, what's the the OnlyFans where I do the porno? OnlyFans, yeah, your uh, your nudes. Yeah, yep. You know, just saying, just saying OnlyFans in every tweet doesn't make it an OnlyFans. <laughs> I'm just saying, a lot of people are not OnlyFans. following you on Twitter. Well, then, anymore. John, where are these where are these porno videos I'm posting going? Just everybody that can't that can't be when I when I email these things out. Where do they go, John? I mean, the money's that. gotta be coming in soon. <laughs> I assume they pay me via direct deposit, although I'll take a check. I've been submitting invoices as well. <laughs> um, the, the other thing that they, the main thing that the owners are so mad about 
obviously, is that um, there won't be any fans in the stands. Um, so, John, have you? I know that you're you're a big sports watcher. Yes, John, big sports, sports watcher. watcher. Have you been watching sports with no fans? I know there's. I a have bunch been watching sports on, right? with no fans. What's it like? Surprisingly unannoying. Okay, I, and that might that might change for other sports. I don't know if that is specific to soccer, which is the only sport that I've really been watching so far, but it it's almost calming. And I will say that the worst thing that's been happening is that these leagues have started adding fake crowd noise and even really bad fake digital crowds to these broadcasts. And that makes it far, far worse. To watch. Like a like a laugh track deal, a, a little bit like a laugh track, but I believe every one of these leagues is using some version of the video game sound kind of thing to add sound to these games, and I don't know how they're doing it exactly, but I can tell you that every one of them is doing it badly. <laughs> and the process unsure. The result. Real bad. <laughs> the result is truly extremely annoying. I, the digital fans has actually been fairly hilarious because w- when they started, w- when these leagues started talking about how they were going to add digital fans in the stands so you wouldn't see empty stands, I just assumed it would be done very well. Like, wow, this is going to be amazing. I, I, I can't even imagine what this will look like in this day and age of amazing graphics and huge computer power that we didn't have a long time ago. Mm-hmm. But one league that tried it, the, the the Spanish Soccer League, the fans, and I'm making finger quotes here, fans looked exactly like if you had digitally covered all these empty stands with, you know, the padding that goes under carpet, the weird sort of multicolored yeah. blotchy stuff? Exactly like that is what it looked like. That doesn't um, sound like a human. No, that that doesn't make me think. Oh boy, those stands aren't empty. It makes me think. Wow, why is what what's what's with the carpet padding? And then I saw one today that was like, it, it was the Italian. It wasn't the league. It was their Italian Cup competition, and it was like if you made a little computer graphic of one person holding up one of those cards. You know, like you do the the card thing where everybody holds up a card and it spells a word or something. If oh, one yeah. person was holding up a red one and the next person was holding up a white one, and then you copied and pasted it 50 million times. A copy of a copy, they, yeah. Gets they bad. sort of switched back and forth, so it sort of gave you the impression that someone was waving a card back and forth. Does this sound like a very natural crowd to you? Does this? It was like somebody who had never actually seen what a crowd looks like was just like, ah, the, the fans, they, they wave stuff. We'll just make it look like they're waving, and we'll make it look like everybody's waving the same thing in time at all times so that it's incredibly distracting and actually makes you want to... At one point, I was, like, shielding my eyes a little bit so I didn't have to see the crowd anymore because it was so off-putting. So... And this was it, soccer, you said? This is soccer. Honestly, it's been way better to just... <laughs> just watch the games with no actual, no fake fan sounds and no fake fan views. Because then it's kind of fascinating because it sounds exactly like 
if you're just walking by a park and you hear people yelling at a soccer game in the park. Somebody does something, there's people clapping on the sidelines and shouts of encouragement and stuff like that, and it's it's it, it's delightful to me in some way to see some of the best soccer teams on the planet playing what sounds exactly like the North Suburban Soccer Association under six league. Are they yelling at each other, the players? Yeah, I, I of course they are. I mean, you hear all the things that you didn't hear before. I one of the no, more interesting. They, imagine things, they like scream at each other and talk a bunch of shit. Is that not a soccer thing? That's definitely a soccer thing. However, most of the matches I've watched so far have been in German, a language I don't know. Well, you're okay. learning German. It's like Rosetta Stone. You're, oh, cool. You're learning. You get. It's getting absorbed. <laughs> There's just. It's German, so no matter what you're saying, even if you're reciting a love poem to the love of your life, it sounds like you're screaming. <laughs> you never so, in Germany, that's exactly might, right. Might yep, come in handy that's, someday. That's correct. Yeah, I've learned a lot of languages over the past few weeks. Crowd noise, I, I mean, the only time you ever see a crowd during any sports game really is courtside and basketball, which again, who gives a shit? Um and then in baseball, when there's like foul balls, you know, when the actual, when the camera wants to pan out that way. Otherwise, I can't really see missing any crowds, but maybe I'm wrong. Chicken, where do you stand on this? On the crowd stuff? Yeah, the fake artificial pumping in that noise. I, you know, I, I never liked laugh tracks and sitcoms. I'd much rather... Uh, I think this is an opportunity to John put his finger on it to hear, you know, I get, they'd have to have like the drop button all the time and the, or the beep it out all the time, but to really hear what the players, how they interact on the field. Um, I think this is kind of a cool opportunity to see that. And, and instead they'd rather do a laugh track. They'd, they'd rather pump in crowd noise and do artificial crowds. It just seems odd to me seems forced i don't know what the value is it, it's not fooling anybody it doesn't add to the experience it, it as john said he's, he's shielding his eyes it detracts from it from the experience. well especially so. in baseball when so many of the players are you could have a guy on the bench who's just sitting around picking his nose anyway or the left fielder you know he's just sitting there he couldn't be mic'd up you would think if he knows that he is mike him up really you know put it Put a green screen out in the field, like in the stands, and you know, it doesn't have to be Rosetta Stone, but it, maybe I could learn some a, a book on tape. Put that in the background. Huh. Um, there you go. Green screen and like play a movie, like uh, an unreleased movie, like play Black Will- Widow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, play, play something people haven't seen yet. Um, Looking forward to it. Uh, why do I gotta think up all the ideas? There's a, there's a million dollar idea right there. Why, why am I just I, I just sat here and came up with a million ideas? These just... people get paid to do this, and, and they and they instead just choose to do the carpet underlayment idea. Like John said. I mean, it's I just we just came up with like half a dozen great ideas in thirty seconds. These people do it for a living, and instead they just decided to pump in sound. So I, I like the audio. Me. I like the audio book idea because it reminds me of. The Simpsons episode where Homer thought he was going to die, and so he popped in the Bible as read by Larry King into his Walkman as he went to bed. <laughs> Just first pitch. Ah, the first pitch tonight was at 7.07. Game time temperature, 73 degrees. And now the Bible, read by Larry <laughs> King. 
Why not? I mean, what, you're not doing anything anyways. You're still going to watch, right, Brandon? I, s- I keep saying it. Come games. back to that. You're Get through still the entire Bible, where were we last yep. week? Oh, Matthew. Genesis, All right. Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. There, that's five games. You've you got, got five books of the Bible right there. That's the game's moving at a fast shit. clip. You know, you cliff note it at the end there just to get through it. That's fine. It's and better than nothing. And you'll get Ruth. And, yeah, just keep going. Let's go. Let's learn some stuff. It's going to be a few real slow games. being <laughs> The soundtrack is the Book of Numbers. That's not going to be a – those are not going to be popular soundtracks. No. That's all right. That's what the mute button's for. Some of us want to learn something. <laughs> uh Anyway. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Um, oh, I did, a, um, I did a good radio bit. Winners and losers for baseball coming back. Do you want to hear it? Yep, go for it. So there's three winners and three losers. This is like a radio bit. You ready? Do we need do we need to work on sound effects so that we can hit the sound effects button when you read off a winner and a loser? Yeah. Um I want you on a winner to do that. Oh yeah. Can you do one of those? Okay. And then and the losers losers we can do a sad trombone. Sad trombone, the want want, like you do that, okay? Yeah. So um okay, so three winners and three losers of baseball coming back. Uh okay, winner go. number one, uh Dodgers. Ooh, yeah. Wait, why? The Dodgers are, uh, well, they have the best odds, according to Vegas right now, of winning the World Series. And they've been really snake bit for many years now. And I'm sure they have Mookie Betts on their team, right? I think. And he's only for one more year. So I'm sure they'll keep him. But what if they don't and the entire season was lost? Could you imagine being a poor Los Angeles resident, these poor, poor people having to deal with a lost season that they were really supposed to be the best team in the league. That They're winners now. It's coming back. I'm a big Dodgers uh, fan, as you know. So, If they, if they go to my seven-inning games idea, they're going to have to get used to showing up in the third inning and leaving in the fifth inning. That's right. In the seventh inning. Right. Um. Okay, so is that a good winner? Uh, it got the oh yeah sound effect, so I think we have to say yes. Second big winner uh, are our beloved Minnesota Twins. Big winners. Oh yeah. 
I'm not. There's... I'm going to withhold making these sound effects until after you give your argument. Okay. Um, well, we're fucking stacked this year, uh, and this would have been if you would think back to however many years that we've been in existence. Um, this would be for sure one of the top few years before the season starts that we feel like this is going to be a really good run. Now, obviously, we're Minnesota fans, so we assume somehow Josh Donaldson will like break his back in his first at bat somehow and I get all that sort of stuff but the lineup is legitimately stacked their pitching rotation seems you know fine maybe mm. good enough mm. Pineda comes back after a little bit and mm. you know you're cooking Can, baby are they gonna prorate the the suspensions have no, we heard that I don't think so but hey Kenta Maeda is good he's a good player Odorizzi mm. was fucking awesome no. last year Jose Barrios. Hey, what happens to Barrios? He's unbelievable until his like 29th start. And then his little tiny baby body just breaks down. He's a little <laughs> tiny 5'2, yes. 77 pound guy just trying his best out there. His brittle legs just basically fall off. And it won't happen this year. So we would have, if the whole season would have been canceled, which again, it may be, I would just probably never stop thinking about what could have been for this season and the twins suck generally um and so you know the other teams that are kind of favored to to be really good this year are teams that are you know mostly always pretty good so the twins are kind of up in that that level now and what i assume again we just talked about the polads who have no idea what's going on i assume this is not going to happen every year i don't i'm not going to plan on us being a juggernaut so this would have really sucked ass if we would have lost this season. We're coming back. Minnesota Twins, one of the big winners. Can I get a, oh, yeah? Hmm. Damn it. I already gave out mine. Yeah, you did. I'm... You're an oh, yeah slut. No, I'm, I'm, no. <laughs> okay. My third one is uh, old white guys. <laughs> uh I'm I'm not going to give that a sound effect. <laughs> Just they seem like they're all pent up right now and really mad. I mean, one of those guys was saying it was tyranny to wear a mask in a store. They just need something. You know, it's hard for them right now. Um, and old white guys love baseball, as we all know. Demographically, they'll be they're so I mean, they need this. They really, really need a win here. Um, and baseball coming back is a big win for for old white guys. We are also old white guys. This is us. This is a big win for us. I'm an old white dad. Yeah. I fucking need just some background, something or other, to kick up on the recliner. I'm just can't even tell you the kind of bullshit I've been watching at night that Danielle has picked out. It's awful. It's so bad. Um, so it's a big win for me and for you and for you. Can I get a... Yeah, I mean, after the 400-year winning streak, I, we finally old white guys do need a win. <laughs> oh, man, we deserve it. Okay, uh, losers. Um, the Houston Astros. Right? I, I, I need an explanation. The Houston Astros uh, are, uh, are going to be plunked repeatedly all season long because they're cheaters. Um, and I think if there was a full year, uh, we may have sort of forgotten the trash banging episodes 
or maybe we just weren't wouldn't be as angry but you know hearkening back to my point earlier of the old white guy thing like we're we're pretty angry right now right so the astros are going to be taking the brunt of our well um artificial booing um Hmm. and other teams will be hitting these guys left and right the astros could have used the year off for just sheer like hatred purposes and now we're coming back it's not the same as us coming back in april but there's still losers in this scenario astros losers verdict Um, okay, loser number. I want the opportunity to yell at the Astros in person. I want the opportunity to tell Altuve to go fuck himself. That's true. It's going to be hard. It's not the same yelling at a TV. I want to do it. I, I want to, What if they... It, nobody's going to catch the virus from one extra person being in the state. So what if they <laughs> just tell a, a tryout <laughs> for just let one person went for Astros games, whenever the Astros are on the road, or even at home, they give away a ticket to somebody who just sits there and yells at the Astro players and calls them fuckers. And it would be so loud and so clear because you're the only one in the crowd. Yeah, and they... That would be awesome. The doctors are concerned about yelling and what that does, but you're still far enough away that it's not going to matter. And you can scream at them at the top of your lungs from like 30 feet away, and that's still safe. 30 feet. And they'll hear you. you. You're right there. You're right there. And if like the mist from your mouth would dissipate, like it's not going to reach 30 feet. Everybody will be fine. Well, you know, so many people talk about masks as that like helping. You know, it's another form of a mask is a bullhorn. You put that right in front of your face. <laughs> they're fucking, I mean, win-win, right? I mean, less spit and more volume. Just chicken you know, fingers with the bullhorn. You don't actually have to be in the stadium to do that. That's true. That's true. If you bring a bullhorn, you can just watch the game on your phone and yell stuff from outside of you have a bullhorn, you're basically in the stadium. Station. That's right. Yeah. I, auction it off. One ticket a game. Uh, take is, put the money this is towards a great idea. You do COVID-19 like a, victims. Once again, I why am I why are we the ones coming up with all these ideas? I don't oh, get it. Another million dollar idea. And here's the deal. We don't get paid a, a dollar for. This is not just a, a rich guy deciding, well, I would love to watch the game in person. No, get the fuck out of here. This has to be a rabid yep. fan and if we need to I make need. money, we'll do a GoFundMe yep. for that person. And, you know, Resum- I want a resume. I want videos of you heckling others. I want to hear what you're going to... It's an audition. This is a callback. I want... This is an audition. It's a tryout. It's like America's Got Talent. Oh, it's a, there's no way around it. Wa- it is a tryout. Watch your neighbor fuck up mowing his lawn. I need you on video <laughs> screaming at Jim. Hey, Jim, look at that fucking line. What, Jesus take the wheel? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, that's my loser. Just one... One loudmouth per section. Each of them have a bullhorn. Oh my this god! This is going to be the greatest oh, game. I love it in the history of baseball. Jesus, it's wow. That's it's so fun. And they pay a grand to be there. Uh, you're making money. It can yep. go to whatever charity. I don't give a shit about that. Whatever, whatever charity you dream up, put it in there. Money makers. What? God, we're just one after another. Great idea, machine. Home field advantage. 
you get fans just paying attention. Like you're not going to tune in when we know Chicken Fingers is in section 104 tonight with a bullhorn. Could you imagine? I mean, I wouldn't even watch the regular game. I'd need a Chicken Fingers cam. (laughs) Instead of... Instead of the enhanced audio with crowd cheering, it would just have to be one long car horn to drown out everything that got said. <laughs> Three-hour <this> car horn. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Altuve, I thought I was banging a trash can. It turned out it was your wife. <laughs> oh. Oh. Okay. I mean, there, that's... So good. Million it's not, dollars. It's not time for the audition tapes yet. All right, chicken. All right, we so don't. This is not. That's an just a tape. taste. That's not even his best one, guys. That's a taste. Oh, this is, I, give give me weeks here. We'll just laundry list them. He's the drug dealer on the corner that gives you that free little crack, little <laughs> yeah. taste of crack. Yeah, yeah. Just be like, come on, you're gonna want to come back. And they're like, yeah, that was awesome. It's crack. Oh. Just. Chicken in one section and Irv in the next section over just 12 <laughs> beers deep. They have Each like got a choreographed board. dances, some call and answer <laughs> trash talk. Oh, perfect. That's what baseball needs. Okay, loser number two, no matter what happens to me, is Rob Manfred. Uh, I think the dude okay. just sucks ass, and everybody knows it. And no matter what happens, he's a loser from now, probably forever. Uh, I just—he he just really sucks, and I don't know there's there's anyone who feels otherwise. So he's a huge loser, no matter what happens. And then the the last one, um, I did a scan of the uh, odds in Vegas. One, two, three, four. There's like eight teams that have astronomical odds to win it all that are like in full-on pathetic tank mode. Marlins, Tigers, Orioles, Royals, Mariners, Pirates, Giants, Rockies. Eight teams. The third loser is fans of that. I think I would probably just rather not have the Twins playing if they were in full tank mode. Just, Just get through the season and get done with it. I don't need to watch it. So I think they're losers for yeah. coming back. I don't know if that's true or not. But here, but here's the rebuttal on that. If you're, let's say, the Mariners, mm-hmm. and you have two good weeks to start the season, and you win 13 out of your first 14 or something like that, you're basically in the playoffs already at that. Point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But their but their their owners and their GM are going to be like, oh no 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 you don't. I will run some of these guys over in the players' parking lot if I need to. We are not making the playoffs. Like these are tank tanking teams, not just shitty teams. I didn't mention those ones. I think they're gonna like field high schoolers if they need to. So what you're saying here, if I have this straight, is that the Mariners GM is going to inject his own players with COVID. Yes. Just so they get a better draft. I want to make sure uh, that it's only me talking here, so there's no um, talking over each other, so I'm clear. Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying, John. Gotcha. That is true. Um, I don't know. I mean, I just... I think the Marlins fan is probably like, oh, coming back? Okay. I don't know. I don't necessarily need to see this. So are they losers? Fans? 
I, what sound, oh. if I agree with you, what is it? But it's the loser's side. So do you do the fart sound or do you do the oh yeah sound if I agree with you? Oh, right. That's for loser. I think I want to I want to hear the sad trombone or the fart sound. I want to hear one or the other. Not bad. <laughs> there it is. Ooh, airy. Okay. <laughs> nice. So that was our radio bit. That was fun. Good radio bit. Uh, I can't wait to hear that on KFan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now they're doing sound effects. Fuck. That was our thing. <laughs> now they're doing terrible sound effects. What's wait next? A minute. That's become 80% of their programming. Okay, so the last thing I have is, um, or maybe not the last thing, but potentially, uh, chicken. Um, are you are your children participating in youth sports this summer? Um, yes. Nice. That's great. Is it just happened or uh, mine are can't my kid uh, his second grade um, machine pitch league is canceled and we're very sad. So I thought maybe yeah. you were still making it happen well, which we are yeah we are the, the difference is my son's a little bit older um so there are his his association team was canceled like your son's yep. was but because he's older there are you know club teams and things beyond outside of your city association or school association whatever you're playing locally that you can still play for yeah it's kind of a free for all right like our city um, nine-year-olds can play, but eight-year-olds can't. And then I tried yeah, to have my eight-year-old play with the nine-year-olds. I was like, well, he wants to play. He He's fine. And he's and they, probably good enough. And they sit, yeah, yeah he'll, he's, be, he'll be fine. And he'll be, you know, whatever, good enough. And they're like, nope. Like, well. It's the Wild West. Makes no sense. And, uh, yeah, it's so, yeah, you're out of luck. I'm sorry. that that's And he's just just a couple years too young to, to do, if you did want to, you know, do like a club baseball and, yeah, they just you know yeah. we're going over to Wisconsin to play, and which is fine. It's not ideal. It's not certainly not anything I love doing, but um, it's better than I guess him just playing Call of Duty all night too. So, Ugh. are you? Is I, there I a know. league, or is it just like weekend tournament stuff? Weekend tournament stuff. All right. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. It's and pretty- hockey is practicing that they can't play games yet. Um, so he's doing that. Again, it's not. Yeah, it's certainly not ideal. You should be out playing baseball mm-hmm. on the city field, it's, um, but they can't. Uh, you know, the schools aren't opening up their fields. Most of these fields are owned by the school. There's very few privately owned fields, so that's the kind of the logjam. And so that's that's the reason. And you just can't. You can't open them up if the, the school doesn't say is saying you can't open them up. Then you can't. So there you are. Yeah, um, so I'm still playing for the Millers, obviously, and I'm obsessed with with that. And our manager's obsessed with it, and he is just, he's not doing well. I don't know if he listens to this podcast, but he knows, he knows, he's he's not doing well. Uh, he's not handling this I, uh, with grace. So what are you guys doing? So what are, What's your plan for the Millers? We started practicing uh, a few weeks ago, you know, um, or I don't even know how long ago, but, you know, for a while it was 10 people. So it was like, hey, just 10 guys show up, mm-hmm. which was easy because we're all lazy and a few guys show up for every practice. Um, anyway, and then that, that expanded and you know, our coach continues to like, hey, we might get some good news this week. There's a Walls presser coming up. <laughs> 
and then nothing no, happens. Oh, well, next week, we might get some good news next week. There's a Walsh presser coming up, um, and we just haven't gotten good news. Finally, last Wednesday or um, sometime, I said, hey, we got approval to play, uh, but we have to play in Carver County for some reason. Uh, not in Hennepin, but Carver. So we went out there, and uh, we we're going to play the Carver Town team last Saturday, and we we're going to play Sunday as well. And just we'll just play on weekends for now, and we'll see what happens. And so we get out there, and uh, the Carver coach and our and my our coach are really good buds. We know this guy really well, and uh, he's just brought us kind of all in the center before the game. And and uh, their coach was like, "Hey, you know, it's a special deal. We got approval to do this, but it's kind of on a case by case basis. So I really ask you guys, just do your best tonight. Be on your best behavior. Um, stay away from each other when you can. Oh. Um, oh, no. But the the city manager will likely be out, and or the mayor." Uh, Royce, he's oh, going to no. be here. We saw on Twitter, he's going to be here. So he's might, you know, we want to make, make sure he's tweeting nice things about us. There's an actual thing that happened. Uh, and maybe other media members. So let's just whatever. Um, and, and so we're like, okay, cool. That's great. And for me, like I'm, as you know, an elitist liberal cuck. So that's what my role is on our baseball team as well. Uh, I'm a oh, huge pain no. in the ass. So of course I'm just like, yeah, not a problem for me. I'm at this point, like 30 feet away from the closest person anyway. I'm just... <laughs> so I am. Uh, anyway, so he says that, and they started walking away. And one guy from their team and one guy from my team, one of my uh, real good pals, are friends from college or something. And like three seconds after this guy's done with the speech, oh, and we both no. turn and walk away, they just walk up to each other and huge bear hug. Just huge. Just the yep. the biggest. They yep. just were not listening to him. <laughs> like no. six feet away from the two managers who are like, please, 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 whatever. Uh, so I'm sure you know where this story was going. We played our game. It was great. I pitched. Uh, it was so fun to be back on the mound. Um, and I, again, I'm not, I, I didn't even, I didn't spend one second in the dugout. I was out outside the dugout, walking around, whatever, trying to just steer clear. But no one else really was. It's impossible. You guys know this, right? Like you try so hard to be vigilant and then, you know, you get around certain people and you're not. You're just not as much as you said you were going to be. And that's exactly what happened. And so we got an email from the um, uh, the next morning that said, yeah, you're not playing here anymore. <laughs> you just, you guys, you, you you can't, you can't play here. Like, uh, so that was, we played one game uh, and it's over for now. So I don't know. Um, God, it's just, it's so tough. Um, it's, uh, well, I don't. I'll tell you maybe just a quick story. I'm coaching a, a hockey team this this summer. There's uh, what 19 boys on the roster, um, so they're 12 years old. The, the the guys you're playing with are what between 20 years old and 40 something years old, right? They're a, gr- a yeah. grown adult men Adults. playing baseball, yeah. which is as as standstill of a sport as there possibly is. Yep. If you're going to be able to distance. That should be the sport you're able to do it yep. in. Adult men should be able to do it, and they couldn't. Could. They couldn't. Nope. Put 19 12-year-old boys on an ice rink and say, you need to stay six feet apart. That It's it is impo- It's hockey. How do you – you're constantly moving. You can't stay apart. No. It's like atoms. It's – they all they're going to eventually crash into each other. Yeah. And after our first practice, the rink manager comes over and screams at us. We were like the first ones to practice and we're like I 
either you need to relax or we just can't do it yeah. because it's impossible. 19 kids so, that age is there's 10 kids humping nine other kids. That's, is, that's that, how that works. On hockey skates. <laughs> like, they, can't, uh, they can't stop moving. I don't know what you want them to do. I don't know. I mean, you could get out there and do like a trainer. slap shot contest from the blue line. I guess we could have that's for it. an hour. And that's, just... hey, great. Did you get better at hockey? No. Um, <laughs> no. I guess you. Hey, everybody's miserable. We're just in wasting yeah. time mode at that point at that age. So I don't know. It sucks that's, and it's yeah. tough. Um, but yeah. I'm not complaining. I, it just was, I guess, interesting to me. And like this, I don't know how this is going to possibly work. And then for the guy to scream at us, like, well, then fine. You do it. You, know, <laughs> you, you get out there. Yeah. I know. Mustache. You figure it out. Yep. Anyways. Crazy times. Well, I'm sorry that didn't work out for you, Brandon. Yeah, I mean, I guess. I go back and forth on all this. Like, just let us play. We're going to be fine. But then, you know, I mean, honestly, we were not we were not six feet apart at all. Not even close. Um, but if they, sh- they could, you know, they could shut down the dugout and just be like, hey, you guys are just going to sit on the sidelines. Um, mm-hmm. And we would do it. But... Uh, Anyway, didn't work out. So hopefully, hopefully we'll have some good news here soon. But uh, <laughs> Jesus, I don't know. I was gonna suggest uh, like let's just wear masks. It's baseball. Who gives a shit? I'm not panting ever. I'd rather wear a mask and play mm-hmm. than not wear a mask and not play. But I know, I know my manager would strangle me to death. <laughs> like he wouldn't even go. Oh, I don't know, dude. That's ridiculous. He would, he would kill me somehow. The easiest way he could possibly kill me is how he would kill me. So I'm not even going to suggest that. <laughs> you could either maybe die of COVID-19 or definitely die For sure die. him yeah. killing you. Yeah, within like the first minute of me saying it. So that's not going to work mm-hmm. out either. All right. Well, I think we are out of time. We didn't get a chance to talk hoops. I'm so sorry, Chicken. I know you had that on your list here. No, uh, that's okay. I, can, I, can I close with maybe just a little soliloquy here, just a little speech? Please. That's all right? Yes, of course. Um is I just saw this and I thought maybe I'd mention something quick. I, I uh, have lately, just for my own mental health, it's not a political statement in any way. It shouldn't be taken as, as that in any way. But I just, I, I use my Twitter account for just to be stupid, obviously, just as a pressure relief valve to, to let off steam and say stupid things about sports or food or, or whatever. And, uh, you know, this the last few months and especially the last few weeks have not been a time to to do stuff like that. So I've just kind of avoided Twitter entirely. Mm-hmm. And you know, if I wanted to use my account to uh, you know to trumpet or enact social change, I don't think I would have called it Chicken Fingers sixty nine. Right. I probably <laughs> would have called it something. It. I, I don't think people are coming to an account called chicken fingers 69 to hear my political opinions one way or the other social so, justice 69 I, maybe I and mean, it's a little bit different maybe it's still fun I, i've just so i've avoided it i just have been off it completely again it's as it, a mental health exercise that's what's that's what works for me but as we're going through this podcast i thought you know we're talking about some timely stuff i better just check in kind of see what like baseball's plan is just so I have, you know, I've heard about some stuff, read the paper and things like that. I still read the paper. I just don't go on Twitter. But I thought, you know, I'm going to check and see what 
what Manfred's up to, that kind of stuff. Um, so I opened my Twitter for the first time in quite a long time. The last time I opened it, um, you know, there's just always chaos and tons of shit going on. I thought, oh, well, let's see what's going on in the world. Maybe things have died down out there. Maybe, maybe things have, in sports and in life in general, things have died down. The very first tweet I open um, says that Minnesota Twins star third baseman, now turned first baseman with the addition of Josh Donaldson, is being accused of kidnapping and beating up a man in the Dominican Republic Uh-oh. Uh, because he believes that the man raped his eight-year-old son. Miguel Sano? Excuse me. Yeah, excuse me. Eight-year-old brother. Miguel Sano's eight-year-old brother apparently was raped so he went out and found and kidnapped and beat up a guy in the Dominican Republic and is now in custody, apparently, or is at least being accused. So that's the first thing I saw. Like, oh, well, that's a good, that's a good eye opener right there. That's the first thing I saw. Not, you know, Dana Wessel talking about whatever yeah. he's up to or, no, no, it's Miguel Sano is. Ugh. <sighs> I did not know that myself, and I am, as you know, extremely it's online. Breaking news, apparently. So this is yikes, or it's just completely invented. But it's Dan Hayes from the Athletics. So that's a person. Um, that's legit. I don't, I don't think the Athletic and Dan Hayes would be just inventing stuff. But no, it'd be weird. Uh, so sorry to sorry to end on a downer, but I just thought, holy crap, Thing, things things well, haven't really died down. Much Welcome back still. to the hell world, chicken. <laughs> yeah, that's that was just well, a great. Uh, you weren't online. What? Hey. Tell me, what's that like? Uh it it's actually well, it's it's good, Brandon. Sure, but you don't know what's going on either. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I've sometimes uh, decided to stay away good. and then just read. Like, I have a New York Times app. Just read that, so I know I have the basics. But still, mm-hmm. that's just I don't know. I, I just go back and yeah. forth be, between, like, that's good and, like, that's – I'm still missing a bunch of stuff. You know, and then I'm like, yeah. well, if I could miss some stuff. That's fine. Who the hell am I? <laughs> Why do I need to know everything? People miss stuff. For, yeah. yeah. So it's a tough balancing act. But it's hard. It is. But that's very shitty news. It's interesting. I don't, I don't even really have anything to say about it. It's just – It's all bad. And they're trans – they're translating it from Spanish, so they they admit. I mean, admittedly, they're saying they don't quite know if they're getting all the details right. But good lord. Well, more to come on that one. Yikes! Yeah, huge yikes. <laughs> well, with that, what a closer! Thanks so much, Chicken. <laughs> You're the Ron I'm Davis so of this podcast. Oh, <laughs> got a win. Here comes oh. Ron Davis, and it's lost. And I'd also like to announce that a dog, not unlike Lassie, has been hit out <laughs> in the parking lot. Think of the dog that you love the most. It's dead. <laughs> Good Lord. What was I thinking? Like Mark I'm Guthrie. Sorry. You're Mark Guthrie coming in to face <laughs> Jason Giambi. 12 to 9. Don't worry about it. It's okay. I mean, even if he gets a double, we'll be okay. You're like, oh, yeah? Oh. Check this out. Spring. <laughs> 900 feet later. For the record, <sighs> for the record, that was Mike Trombley, not Mark. Gunn. Oh God! Uh, it does. Yeah, it was. 
Okay. I don't think either of them even know the difference between the two. <laughs> Mark of them. Guthrie's <laughs> like, no, that was me. No, that was for sure yeah, me. No, wait, yep, that was, was me for sure. Like maybe the specific instance you're talking about, but I for sure gave up a bunch of consequential bombs to Jason <laughs> Giambi. Believe me, bro. It was not good. Lefty on lefty crime. Okay, well, we'll get to basketball later, chicken. Oh, uh, good. Maybe, uh, yeah, on the next one. I can't make the next one, by the way. Yeah. If, if, <laughs> uh, I know we haven't. Uh, we don't even know when it, it is. Then. Yeah. Six weeks from now. Be busy. Late July. Business meeting. Well, okay. Stay safe, everybody. Stay sane. Stay healthy. Stay vigilant. Um, and uh, we'll be back momentarily. Maybe soon. Maybe in six weeks. Or longer. Who knows? Um, but that'll do. <laughs> Good ending, Brandon. Good ending. No promises. It's a sportive way. All right, I'm going to press stop now. Goodbye. (laughs) Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.